We continue now. It's the Breakfast Club. We're now joined by Tammy Lachance, making her triumphant return here for the Central Bay Medical Center hour for a Friday. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Thanks for uh, thanks for being in. Um, thanks, thanks for, for coming back me. here. Um, what's what's happening over at the the, the trauma center? So Central Maine Medical Center in Lewiston was recently re-verified by the American College of Surgeons as a level two trauma center. And we're very excited about that. It's a process that's required every three years by the state of Maine in order for CMMC to maintain our trauma center designation. That's a lot of big words in between a couple of sentences. I mean, what does that mean for, for the, the, I don't know, what does that mean for folks that need to use your services? So that means that we're doing all of the things that we need to do to take great care of trauma patients. Ah. So back in 1994, the State Board of EMS um, created and organized the state trauma system. And it's a voluntary system. And at that time, all of Maine's acute care hospitals opted to join the trauma system. And that still stands today. So there's two types of hospitals within that system. There's trauma system hospitals and trauma centers. And the majority of hospitals chose to be trauma system hospitals, which are all the smaller hospitals who keep lesser injured patients and they stabilize and transfer out the more seriously injured ones. And only three of the hospitals chose to be trauma centers. And that's Central Maine Medical Center in Lewiston, Eastern Maine Medical Center in Bangor, and Maine Medical Center in Portland. And these three hospitals made a significant commitment to Maine citizens to provide all of the necessary resources to provide proper care to injured patients and support the trauma system. That sounds like a lot of comprehensive stuff there, but it sounds like good news for folks that do and unfortunately might have to uh, use your services over at the trauma center. That means they're in good hands when they show up, which is, uh, which is reassuring, especially when you have to show up for a trauma. Exactly. We are talking with Tammy Lachance. She's the trauma program manager over at Central Maine Medical Center. Find them online at cmmc.org. Find them and like them on Facebook. We'll have more on the way. Randy Dustin will join us later on to talk about events. We'll continue with Tammy on the way. 809, 49 degrees, Maine's Big Z. Always online, mainsbigz.com. 105.5 in LA, 92.7 when you're not. We continue with Tammy Lachance from Central Maine Medical Center. She's a trauma program manager over there. For more information on Central Maine Medical Center, go to cmmc.org. How are patients triaged by, uh, by emergency medical services? By the way, I almost, almost couldn't remember what EMS stood for, but I did. I was very excited <laughs> that I figured great. that out. Good. How are patients triaged by uh, emergency medical services to the appropriate hospital? So EMS has a trauma triage protocol. It's a statewide protocol. And they, first of all, make sure that a patient has a mechanism of injury um, and so that it's you know different from cardiac or stroke or something like that that they truly are injured and then they look at the patient's um, vital signs their level of consciousness what they have for anatomic injuries like amputations or fractures or um, injuries to their chest and then their mechanism, was it significant or not, like a same level fall versus a fall from a height, or their significance of their motor vehicle crash, was there big intrusion in the vehicle, and then do they have um, pre-existing medical problems or exist, um, extremes of age, like pediatric or elderly, or are they pregnant, or are they on blood thinners, things like that. And then they make the decision of should they go to a trauma center or not based on these criteria. 
if the patient doesn't meet those criteria, then they give them the choice of which hospital they want to go to or they go to the closest hospital um, that's appropriate. And then if the patient is severely injured, then they go to the closest trauma center unless they need emergency life-saving measures that they have to go to the closest hospital first to do that. And then they would get um, transferred from there to the trauma center. So that's how they make those decisions statewide. And from there, it the whole trauma system is important because having early notification allows those hospitals to be ready. So trauma centers have a lot of things in place when they get notified by EMS that a patient is coming. We have trauma surgeons available, we have the OR available, the blood, brain, blood bank brings O negative um, blood cells to the trauma room. Um, we also uh, look at our next available beds for the ICU, and we think about um, what other services these patients might need. We have 24-7 availability of neurosurgery, orthopedic surgery, and other specialists that we might need for collaborative services like plastic surgery um, and other specialists, cardiologists, nephrologists, uh, facial surgeons, ENT, things like that. So being a trauma center, we have all of these specialists available to be able to take care of more complex patients that aren't necessarily available at smaller trauma system hospitals. So by having this early notification, we're able to get this whole emergency team in place to take care of the patient in the trauma room, activate our trauma team, and then start notifying all the extra specialists that we need so that we're ready in the operating room to take care of these patients. Now, what's the difference between a level one and a level two trauma center? The American College of Surgeons does verification and the state does designation. And it's very confusing and people use the words interchangeably, but really they're not. Um, it's really American College of Surgeons is verification and the state does designation. It's too early in the morning to confuse these totally, words around. Totally, <laughs> um, totally. But so level one, the big difference is that level one centers have volume requirements. You need to have a surgical residency program and you need to publish trauma research. And the surgical residents and trauma research go hand in hand because your residents do your research. We are talking with Tammy Lachance, trauma program manager over at Central Maine Medical Center. We'll have more with her on the way. Go to cmmc.org for more information about Central Maine Medical Center. It's the Central Maine Medical Center hour for a Friday. Maine's Big Z, 824, 50 degrees. More music, better variety. I always find it ironic when we play Chainsmokers during the CMMC hour. Just find it, find it, find it ironic, if you will. Tammy Lachance is in. She is the trauma program manager over at Central Maine Medical Center. It is the Central Maine Medical Center hour for a Friday. Final segment with her. Randy Dustin comes in for the final segment to go over events and whatnot in the final segment today. You know, in addition to providing trauma patient care, which we, you know, we talked about uh, in the first couple of segments, what are some of the other responsibilities of a trauma center? So trauma centers are required to have a trauma medical director or a trauma program manager, a trauma registry to keep track of all of our trauma patients in, and also to do injury prevention. And the trauma registry helps with trauma quality improvement, which we call PIPs for performance improvement and patient safety. And we go through 
rigorous chart reviews, peer review of our patient cases and looking at our systems and processes to try to continuously improve on how we take care of our patients. And this is a big part of my job and what I do on a daily basis. And we look at everything from EMS care through discharge on every one of our patients that we take care of. And this is a big part of being a trauma center. And that's a lot of what our site review with the American College of Surgeons, that's what they did, is they looked at our, our review process of how we take care of patients and how we looked at our care. And are we continuously improving on that and what we're doing to make changes? And are they effective? And are we continuously trying to do better? So some of the other things that we do with injury prevention are, are also reflected in that because if we're not decreasing the number of patients that come in with those injuries, then our injury prevention isn't effective. Sounds about right. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a you know, math major or anything, but that all seems to equal out pretty well. Um, trauma center injuries, uh, seasons changing. Um, I assume you've gone from swimming in sunburns and ATVs to, um, I don't know, falling out of tree stands or impaling oneself with a rake or something. I'm not really sure some <laughs> of the things that could happen. Right. Definitely tree stands. We're, we're seeing injuries from people setting up their tree stands, going out there and getting prepared for fall hunting season. Uh, we're probably going to see people injuring themselves, cleaning out their guns, getting ready for hunting season because they haven't been playing with their guns this summer as much and now they're not as familiar or maybe things aren't working properly so please be careful cleaning your guns for fall um, also riding your ATVs more as fall's coming wear your helmets especially kids they need to have helmets on it's state law even on your own property and getting your snowmobiles ready for winter be safe with that definitely have your helmets on and avoid alcohol when operating any of these vehicles. We also see uh, fire-related injuries, burns from falling into campfires. We see that a lot and even into the fall. And with, um, with fall, we also see um, some injuries um, just related to people getting their houses ready at, for winter, people climbing up onto their roofs falling off roofs and um, getting injured that way. We are talking with Tammy Lachance, and she is the trauma program manager at Central Maine Medical Center. We will have more of the Central Maine Medical Center hour coming up. Tammy, thank you very much thank for sharing your knowledge today. Thank you very much for today. having me. Really appreciate it. We'll have more on the way. Maine's Big Z, 842, 51 degrees. Dot com. Continuing now with the Central Maine Medical Center hour for a Friday. Randy Dustin comes in to talk about events. Tammy Lachance was in to talk about trauma. If you missed any of the interview that we did with Tammy, well, you can hear that after the show at MainsBigZ.com. Good morning, Randy. Maddie, how are you on this fine morning? Doing all right. Doing all right. I can wear hooded sweatshirts again, Randy, so it seems like things are going... Things in, are changing. Things are going in my direction is really what it feels like. So. <laughs> what's uh, what's happening? Well, um, this weekend, this is the uh, Central Maine Heart Walk. Uh, anybody who's interested in participating in raising money for the American Heart Association or the Stroke Association uh, is urged to... Uh, Go to centralmainheartwalk.org and sign up. It's a little bit late, we realize, but still, 
you'd like to participate, you are welcome. Um, we also next week have the Feeding uh, Body and Soul presentation uh, at the Dempsey Center. We urge folks to uh, go to the CMMC website if they'd like to register for that, uh, uh, which sort of leads me to um, the Dempsey Challenge, which is coming up on the 1st yes. and 2nd of October. Patrick uh, is also has, a, I believe, a movie opening tonight. Yes, I believe it's a Bridget Jones baby or something. Yeah. yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, I've seen the world tour that's been going on. Yeah, They're going some places and doing some things on that. Yes, yeah. it's it seems to be uh, in the media a lot. So uh, we're very pleased for Patrick. Uh, also on September thirtieth is the registration deadline for Living Light, which is a, a series for uh, its prevention wellness program. Focuses a lot on diet. Uh, how people can lower their uh, cholesterol and such, use exercise, stress reduction, and other sort of generalized, uh, general, I should say, uh, wellness uh, topics. Uh, it's a popular program. I think we've run it three or four times now. So we urge folks to uh, get on the website and look at that if they like, think it would uh, benefit them. And finally, um, on October 5th, uh, the Fresh Start uh, Smoking Cessation Program begins, ah. uh, which uh, ties in nicely with uh, some of the other healthy, uh, well, lifestyle events we're doing. So once again, I uh, urge people to go to, uh, in this case, it's actually the DempseyCenter.org. Um, they're, they're the sponsors of this program. That's fantastic. I mean, that's a good idea, especially this time of year, too, because a lot of people get it stuck in that New Year's resolution thing yeah. with the smoking. Yeah. And oh, I'll do it at the end of the year. But now maybe now is the time to be doing that. You know, like, any time is the time. Any time is yeah. the time to do it, it's, too, especially when you have a program like that where you've got where it's designed to help support you and everything else. I mean, that's a big. Yes, key. absolutely. It's a it's a I believe a f five or six part series, if I recall, it goes up until November and uh it's just a nasty habit. People, it affects your life in many ways and those around you. And, and uh, you know, we urge people to quit. That's right. That way they don't have to see you for that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Total prevention. That's the way to go. Randy Dustin's in. He wraps up the events portion of the Central Maine Medical Center Hour. Tamely Chance is in for the first three segments talking about trauma. Hear it after the show on demand at mainsbigz.com. Randy, thank you very much. Maddie, thank you. We'll have more on the way. 853, 52 degrees, Mains Big Z.